So we saw that Klai Yisrael had been victorious in the battle, they chased the Pishtim. Klai Yisrael also fasted the whole day and therefore were famished and needed to eat. And we saw how Shmuel Hashol intervened to make sure that no one would uh, eat in the way which was awesome. Now we're talking Klai Yisrael have eaten and now Shol says in the Pasuk Lamelvav, Vayem Yishol, so Shol suggests to the people, Nerda Achari Pishtim Laila, let's continue the trace. Now that everyone's eaten, let's continue to chase and to attack the Pishtim throughout the night. When the voice of him will dispel them with Ayra Baikar, with Anishra Baimish. And that's why we can make sure that no one remains. Now as we we're, have the upper hand, the Pishtim are running, Let's press our advantage and continue to and continue the war into the night. Bayamu the people say, In other words, they're happy to follow his leadership wherever he wants to be. Bayamu Rakoin, but the Koin says, Nikri Vahadam and Alakim, let's ask a shad. The Koin is still before and had the Urma to him. And therefore he suggests, let's ask a shad, let's ask the Urma to him if we should do it or not. Okay, so Shal's happy to do that. So Shaul asks the Shaila of Hashem through the Ramatun, and the question was, Should I chase the Pishtim? Are you going to give them into the hands of Kla Yisrael? And he wasn't answered. Which is obviously an, an indicative of something in his own right, if the Ramatun refused to answer him. And the question was, Shaul understood. The Klaishal had done something wrong, and as a result of that, he didn't deserve to get answers. Now, we saw formally that there was a reason for this before we came to Klaishal's mistakes. We saw Shal himself had made a mistake. And that was before the war began. So then also Shal wanted to ask Hashem, and he tells the Koran to bring the Urim Metamin. And before the Koran had a chance to ask, uh, Shal retracts his question and says, I can see now the time to attack, and therefore uh, don't ask the question, I'm, just going, I'm going to fight. Which was a certain insult. You ask Hashem Mashad and you don't bother to write the answer, you ignore, so to speak, and therefore he didn't deserve the answer by the Rebbe Tamim, and he wasn't. So before anything else, Shaul himself didn't deserve the answer, that's why he didn't get one. But Shaul understood, and maybe he didn't understand what he had done wrong, and he, and he thought that if he's making answers, because Taishal does something wrong. And therefore, Mishal Bring all the people together. With the or and you're going to see and you're going to understand. What was there that Taishal did today? In other words, Shal didn't know what they'd done wrong. Because he didn't necessarily consider himself responsible. He just said something must have gone wrong and because of that you're not getting answered. He said, I want to find out. Bring all Taishal together. We're going to try and ascertain what, what was what was the mistake that was done. Why? So now Shal follows up and possibly come a test. Because he makes a shvah, Hashem is saved by Israel in the vision that day. He says, I'm, I'm waiting to find out who, who, who was the one who has sinned, and I'm going to take extreme measures. And therefore, even if I find that the mistake is by my son Yenison, he'll die also. In other words, Shalom said, No one's spared from this. Uh, from this uh, Selection process, you're going to see that the Avera, whoever it was, is responsible, I'm going to punish him. And uh, you're saying that it's an extreme example, even if it happened to be Yannis and his son. No one answers him. 
which means that even though some of the people knew that Yerusha had eaten from the honey and they'd broken the Shvah not to eat, like we saw in the past before, they asked him, didn't you know your father made a Shvah not to do that? But none of them report Yerusha. The people firmly understood and respected Yerusha that in his schus the miracle had happened. And therefore, no one, no one was going to volunteer the information that Yerusha had done something wrong. Yerusha, no one owned up to show that Yerusha had in fact broken the Shvah. Is, is that the point, though? Well, he, that, he was trying to find out who had done something wrong. But everybody had done something wrong. Well, we don't know that. We it's saw just, that they, they dived into the food. Oh, so in other words, anyone, every, all of them could have been the ones which, who could have been singled out as having done something wrong. And so I wanted to see who, who was the one who was responsible. Mm-hmm. And as I going to see that, he's going to take laps. He's going to make a girl. And as I understood, it was, you, that's like in other times by Yeshua, that when, when Yeshua wasn't sure who had sinned, he did a girl to find out who had stolen from the Chayim and it came out an Ochen. So Shaul, now in his capacity as the king, wants to repeat the same test. And he wants to do a girl to see whose who's, who's, uh, fault it is that you know, they went on to learn or in other words, who had done something wrong. So he says, we're going to, how's he going to determine by girl who's responsible? So he started off and he said, all Christ will be on the one side, and I, Yenis, will be on the other side. And then that will be we'll narrowed down from the beginning to see who's responsible. Was it a problem with the leadership which was Shaul and Yenison? Was it a problem with the people? Okay, once again, exactly the same thing as said before, I'll tell you what In other words, again, they're willing to go along with what he wanted, even though it wasn't necessarily what they wanted. That's what Shaul does. So Shaul davens to Hashem and he says to him, Hashem, bring proof that, make the girl come out to tell the truth. And as bring, bring out that the answer that comes out by the Ratri should be indicative of the MS, because obviously by the Ratri there's always a possibility that it would just be somebody random who will come out by the Ratri. And therefore he had to daven that there would be a Tzatzit that would direct that the way the, the Ratri would fall would be indicative of the truth. Okay, and then he casts it out between himself and Yenis on the one side and the people by Yedak and Yenis and Mishal, on the other side, and the fell on Yenis and Mishal and let let off the people. In other words, even though we saw the people also had done something wrong in the way they ate the Korbanus, that wasn't the cause for uh, for the punishment and therefore the not go on Shal and Yenis. Okay, so now which one of them is it? By Yenishal. So Shal says, I feel of Benya, Ben Yenis and Benin. Okay, well, I don't know if it's really Yenis. Make it make this cross last between the two of us. And they look at Yenison. And then it came out that Yenison was the one who was pointed to as being guilty. So Yemishal Yenison, Hagidari Meos Isa. So now it's been pointed out that you were the one who was guilty. So Shal says to him, Tell me what he did. Vayagida Yenison, so Yenison tells him, Vayame, Tom Tanti Victor Matash of Yodi Matvash. I tasted a bit of the honey with the tip of my stick, like we saw before. And he says that you Shaul already made a shvur uh, beforehand that if, if, even if it's going to be Yenison who's going to get caught by an artery, Kimoiz Yamas is going to die. And if Yenison says, Hin and Yamas, you know, if you made the shvur and they consider me guilty, so he's willing to die. Shaul fully intends to carry out my promise, I'm going to kill you, Yenison. Now, what was the grounds for doing that? What right did Shaul have to kill Yenison? 
In other words, even if he had made the shvur and Yonason uh, had broken the shvur, why would that be something which is high of Mesifu? But he made two possible options of what the justification could have been to decide Yonason was high of Mesifu. The one is the din of a melech. In other words, can a melech enact laws and threaten a death penalty for whoever breaks it? Uh, so, we know that there's a lot of Mary B'Malchus, but the question is, what are the parameters of Mary B'Malchus? In other words, does Mary B'Malchus have to be somebody who is trying to rebel against the king? And somebody who's like, like trying to cause an insurrection? Or anyone who disobeys the king is really a Mary B'Malchus? And if that's the case, what's the name of Mary B'Malchus for Shaykh? Is a Mary B'Malchus a person who openly defies the king? Or even a person who uh, didn't, didn't listen to the king, but it wasn't as the act of defiance? Whether, whether, what, what are the gudarim, what are the rules of how Mary B'Malchus works? And this is something we, we're going to see as a number of times when the Sugi comes up in, in Shmuel and Melachim with kings and people were tried or executed sometimes under the general category of Mary B'Malchus. So we have to examine in all these cases what, are the, what, what makes somebody a Mary B'Malchus. Obviously, the example of someone like Sheva ben Bechri. Who, who led a revolt against David Amalek. He tried to gather an army to, uh, to topple to, uh, David's reign. So, of course, that's a Mary Ramathus. He, he started a war against David. Someone like that, if you understand, it's obvious Mary Ramathus. The person who's blatantly defiant of what the king tells him to do, we could, maybe we can call him a Mary Ramathus too. But in a case like this, what do we call Yenis and a Mary Ramathus? We have two questions. Number one, Yenis didn't know what Shal had said. And therefore, if you're going to say it was a Mary Ramathus, you're going to call it a Mary Ramachus Peshagig. So, is there, is it, I mean, if a person is Machal Shabbos Peshagig, he doesn't get killed. Uh, even, could even be an Oynes. And whichever one it is, for other reserves in the Torah, a person wouldn't get killed for that. So, is Mary Ramachus that much more Hamur that even if a person unknowingly goes against the king said he's going to be Chayyim Mesa? That's one question. The other question is, Yonis wasn't rebelling. Maybe he didn't follow an order, but it wasn't an act of rebellion. He wasn't trying to like, mount an insurrection against his father. And if that's the case, what, what, what would have classified Yenison as a murder That's the one question they asked. The other question which is asked is, the Rambam really discusses this in Hilchus Merachim. And that is, in order for the king to kill somebody, even if there is a, a general, so to speak, uh, concept that a king can kill and is rebelling against him, but it still has to follow the rules of justice, which means you have to know what happened. The king can't kill someone in a womb. We can't kill somebody based on a hunch. He has to know for sure the person's a murder muffled. But he admitted it. If that's the case, we have a general rule in Bestin that you can't kill someone without an admission. Mm-hmm. And it would murder muffles be different? In other words, normally if a person comes to Bestin and admits to having done any other in the Torah, Bestin doesn't accept that. You're not an aid against yourself, meaning that's not reliable testimony. Or any other reason you want why a person isn't believed about himself. Is he not believed, or he is believed, but... And that is, and the Rambam brings, the king can't kill somebody just without a reason. He has to know that the person actually was a Mary Ramachus. So, if that's the case, they ask, well, the, 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 the Rambam brings that there was one or two exceptions, and he says, also was a of kings who kill people without adequate evidence, and they ask, why did he bring this example to? That Shah wanted to kill the innocent without adequate evidence, and if the Ram didn't bring that example, so then Kenya just doesn't fit into that category. So then, what would be the reason to kill Yanusim? So the first question is, 
What strength does the girl have? Over here, it wasn't just that Yannison came forward and admitted he hadn't listened to Shaul. Over here, there was a lottery, and lottery pointed that he was the one who was guilty. So, what strength does the girl have? They killed Achan. And they killed Achan and the girl. And that was, not only was that sanctioned by Hashem, that was predicted by Hashem. When Yeshua asked, why, why did we lose the battle against Ai? So, you, Hashem tells him, because someone in Klai broke the Chayrim, and uh, Yeshua asked, and the Gemara says, Yeshua asked him, who was it? And uh, Hashem answers, I'm not going to tell you. Then talk to Hashem So do the girl. And the understanding would be the girl would show who the culprit was, and that's Yeshua's job to get it. So that was, it, was, it was set up in such a way that the girl is going to indicate who's responsible, and that's enough of a, a case against the person to kill them. In other words, even though Yeshua didn't have outside evidence in that case, that Ochad was the one who had stolen from the... From the from Yerichai. I mean, Ochan admitted it afterwards, but uh, Yeshua didn't need that. The girl was enough for him. And if that's the case, you have to say the same thing over here. Did Shaul think that the girl was not conclusive enough that he didn't need Yonison's admission? It was enough of a reason that the, the girl pointed to him that he would be high of Mesut. Okay, so anyways, that's, uh, so, that's, so if we're going to say that Shaul decided that the, the, the reason to make the case against Yonison, the girl was strong enough for that, and why would that be a reason to, for him to get killed? Was that called the murder of So we said there's two different options. The one option is, Yenison <coughs> was a murder of because even after he ate, and they told him that you shouldn't have eaten, your father made this this shvur, we saw Yenison's result was, answer was, my father made a mistake. He did the wrong thing. And he would have been better off not to have done that. Now, that, that is more together being disobeying a king. In other words, if you, if, if you don't know and you're pleaded guilty to ignorance, I didn't know and I was, it was a mistake, and I'm sorry, it's one thing. I have to say that the king's judgment was wrong and he shouldn't have meant such a lot. That's already more of a affront to the king. So there could have been a case against the innocent three murdered Marcos. But another point here as well. And that is, and this is a very interesting discussion. And that is, is there such a thing as killing somebody for risking Klal Yisrael? For risking Klal Yisrael. Let's say, let's say a person would have state secrets, whatever the case is, and be worried that he's going to endanger Klal Yisrael. Is there a hatred to kill him? No, if he's a Moses, it's a different story. Moses means I'm going to give the secrets to an enemy. But if, let's say a person, we consider him a risk to Klal Yisrael for whatever reason. So, is there a hatred to kill him? That's, that's a discussion. And the question here was, if Yeshua, if Yeshua already believed that the Hatzlach of Tarisra was because they listened to the Shvah, and now that it's not broken the Shvah, you see Hashem wasn't helping them anymore because he won't even answer the Rimitimim. So, would that put Yonis in the category of you, you're risking Tarisra by disobeying the Shvah? You see Hashem doesn't want to help us anymore. And if that's the case, if, would that be enough of a reason to kill somebody because they're doing something to, to so to speak, to, to risk Tarisra? And again, this takes us back to Ochum. Let's take us back to Achim. What was the reason? What was the basis to kill Achim? Yes, he broke the Chayim, and there was a Shvur whoever takes in Yerichai. There was a Chayim in that. So yes, he broke the Chayim. On that, but they brought a second point also. Because of that, Jews got killed in war. Hashem wouldn't help them, and they lost the battle. And therefore, there would be a second. There would be a second uh, accusation, a second indictment against Achim as well. And that is, look, you caused Kaisrol to lose the battle. You caused people to get killed. That's not risk. Actually doing damage. The damage, and that, even though that wasn't what he intended, but that's what he was killed for. Uh, that was part of what Hashem told uh, Yeshua, and that is, I'm not going to come and help you again until you kill him. So there would be another argument against Achim, not just that he stole from the Chayim, but 
that you, you, you're, you're better in danger in Klai Yisrael. Now, this is important just because it wasn't the first time Alfon saw from a Khair. He admitted himself, Kazais for Kazais for CC, which means I did it before in the time of Moshe as well. And then we don't see if anything happens yet. At the time, there was no battle. You know, he wasn't risking Klai Yisrael, what he did. Maybe he broke a Khair, but he wasn't risking Klai Yisrael. Over here, because it was a danger to Klai Yisrael. And that's the case, Shaul could have thought the same. That uh, Yonason, by breaking the Shvur, and now Hashem doesn't want to help them, so now you've, you've, you're endangering Klai Yisrael, and that would be the reason why he felt that he has to punish him. Yonason doesn't respond, but the people do. He was the one who caused that, he was the one who bats him, in his schus, the whole war was won. He was the one who went to fight it. And therefore, they say, Khalira, Hayashem, and Yipo Mitzaras, and they make a shvur back. And that is, we make a shvur that no one's going to touch it, it's not a single hair he's going to get affected. And therefore, the people were paid the Yenison and he didn't die. Now, what was, what was the people's argument? What was the people's argument? There seems to be an, an unrelated point. You know, Shaul held that Yonason brought the Kherim, and therefore Yonason is Chayyim Nisan. And the people say it's not true. Yonason was the one who brought the Yeshua. Yonason was the one who, 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 in his schus, we won the war. Well, it's talking about two separate incidents. And that is the first thing was that Yonason was the one who went ahead by himself with his sword bearer, and he was the one who originally began the, the fight of the Christians. That was all before the Shua. It was all before you ate from the honey. It was after that that he ate from the honey and uh, broke the, his father's shvur that uh, Shaul had an issue with. In other words, you can't bring a riot from the fact that Hashem helped Yonason and they didn't do anything wrong. Hashem helped Yonason before the whole shvur story happened. So what are the people saying? That because Hashem helped Yonason, that's the reason that Yonason can't get killed. That's one question. The second question is, what does it mean by Yifto Amishyanasan? That they were appointed to him. And it doesn't just mean that they stood up for him and therefore Shaul couldn't do anything. The Mashmos is that to do something to release him. To be appointed to him from being killed. So there are, that's unfortunate, the Midrashim. They bring that by Yifto Amishyanasan, the Midrash says that they took his weight in gold and then they dedicated it to the, basically, well, it dedicated it to Tzorach Hashem. So you like literally, so to speak, redeemed for uh, for whatever the, whatever his would be considered to be worth. And as you want to redeem someone, then of Erechin here they took his weight and they were putting him in gold as a way to redeem him from being high of missing. That's one side in the midrash. The other side, that's as it says, that Nasan Nasan Mishkar Ezov, they gave his weight of gold to be put to him. Um, the other side in the midrash is Erechin uh, says. That they didn't point to him literally. That they that they uh, gave his luck, exchanged him for something else of value. Point to him meant that they argued with Shalom is not high missing. And what is the argument? The argument we saw before, either because they said he didn't eat, he only tasted, or because he didn't know about the shiva, or because they said that was Shalom said kid ma'echalechem and he tasted honey. Whatever the other the arguments would be, why it wasn't a direct contravention of the shiva would be reasons for them to argue, so to speak, why the Yonishan shouldn't be killed. It wasn't a, actually a direct violation of Shal's Shavu. Which was even though Shal meant that too. Shal meant that shouldn't eat anything. 
But we can be derish the words of the Shvah. He said he, no one's going to eat bread. He doesn't bread. He doesn't eat bread. He tasted honey. And also we saw he had a son of a does a taste, whatever the case was. In other words, the, the, the people came with an argument which Shaul was satisfied with that there, wasn't enough, there weren't enough grounds to kill Yerzah for breaking the Shvah. The third side, which is brought in, not in the Shani, but it's actually brought in the Rashba, and he says that there's not a Yerzah. They can be made to the matter of the Nether. The whole reason why I wanted to kill Yerzah is because he broke the Shvah. Okay, so it's going to battle the Shvah. Now, who's going to battle the Shvah? So, the, in order to battle the Shvah, you need a basin. And uh, the, so the shall form the basin to battle the Shvah. So that's a kid that came out of the Mephra, that Yerzah wasn't like that. That, that there's a certain chiddush in that, and that is, who needs to battle the shvur? Probably the person who's making the shvur, and so or we need shul to participate because he's the one who made the shvur to battle the shvur. So how could Klai Yisrael on their own battle the shvur the shvur made? Shvur made. And the answer is, and I remember this little Darin, and even Nazir remembers this, and that is that there's a concept of a shvur das rabbi. Which means, uh, and normally we say shvah dance rabbi, you can't be mayfair, because you're not basing on one person's opinion or what one person thinks. You're basing it on the rabbi, and therefore if Shaul wanted to make a shvah which would have more power, have more effect, so he made the shvah dance the rabbi, and that is, and therefore, in a case like that, it's hard to how can we make the shvah? Because I make it on my dance, I made it on the rabbi's dance. But if that would be the case, we have whole the whole thing Shaul, and we all decide we want to free innocent, so the dance rabbi would be the battle the shvah. And then they'd have a case where they could use that as a way to undo the shvur. <coughs> okay, so what it means, like if Tosi Anderson how they got him off the punishment, we saw there were a number of different options. Either they were literally pray to him and giving his value to the Besamekdash was some kind of a tzmura and was in place of him, or like we said, they argued in his defense, or they were actually Matu the Neda, whatever one of the, as far as you want to say, the Maisa is that they, they, the people were the ones who worked to save Anderson. But there's an answer to the question of what the first part is. What is the first part that they said that how can Yonason die and also Yeshua's Agdara's Israel? That he was one who brought the Yeshua. Why would that be a an argument to justify Yonason that he shouldn't be Chayab Yonason? So, there's two ways to explain it. The one way is that if Yonason had an, was it was in his chus that Hashem brought the Hatzalim that uh, because of him that they were victorious against the Tishtim so then it doesn't make sense that we're going to say that it's because of his Avera that now you're not going to ask for the Ravutan because uh, if Yonis if, if had this it's a bit of a like a Mamanda Shachag either way around if Yonis had this chus that he deserved to save Ka Yisrael so then we can't blame him for that it's his chus that saved us and if we're going to say that he lost that tzchus when, as soon as he ate from the honey, so then how come Kaisal was still successful after that? And therefore, we, if they had been successful, and, we, and we're saying this is all because of what Yenison began, so we see that, that he's not to bl- be blamed now that there was not an Arabitami. Because until now, the Hatzlach, the Tzad, the Shemar continued, so I can hear it's not because of Yenison. He's not to blame for it. But didn't, okay. but didn't, didn't the battle finish already? They wanted to carry on. They wanted to continue to fight at night. And they asked the Shem, and the Shem did not. No, I mean, but didn't, didn't, they, finish, didn't they finish the battle? Not yet. The after, after he ate from it, there no, was no, nothing no, more? No, no, no. No, they kept running on position. And they still killed many of them? Yes. Until they got to Ayana. They stopped and afterwards. 
Oh, it's not talking about before he no. ate? afterwards. They carry on the battle afterwards, and like we saw, until... And therefore, if, so if the Taino Yenison was that Kilo knew that he's endangering Klai Yisrael, then Klai Yisrael's answer was that, on the contrary, he didn't endanger Klai Yisrael, he was going to save Klai Yisrael. So then he, he can't get punished for that. Now, the other, the other, the other option would be that the Yenison was being tried for being a mayor of Amalfus. Yenison was tried for being a mayor of Amalfus, and if that's the case, then the Taino against him would be that he, he disobeyed uh, a royal order, and is uh, his five minutes for that. So, um, so what would the what would the answer be to that? So here's an interesting question also, which we're going to see when it comes to the Lord of and that is, does a king have the right to be Michael? Let someone not get killed because of murder <coughs> If someone is decided to be murder mafos, does the king have the right to pardon him? Why? Because on the one hand, we know the din of Melech Shemachal Kvoda and Kvoda Mafos, but maybe that's considered the din of Machal Kvoda. In other he doesn't care if someone doesn't respect him. That he can't do. But on the other hand, if it's a din of, maybe, does that mean that he's now mechuyev to kill somebody who disobeys him? Or no, there's, there's Machal for clemency also. He doesn't have to punish him. So on that argument, there's an interesting counsel. Why is a Melech not able to be Machal on his cover? As the Gemara says, everyone else can. Koin can be Machal on his cover, and the Chachman can be Machal on his cover, even a Nasi can be Machal on his cover, the Melech not. Well, what's that? Because the Pasuk says, Sain to say Melech a Melech. That they have to do it. The cover of the Melech is the cover of Ta Yisrael. And therefore, I have to maintain my position as a king, so I have to hold him to that authority. It's not my cover to be Machal. If that's the case, so the people said, if it's a Ta Yisrael's cover, so we be Machal Yenisi. And then, uh, we don't assume Shaul wanted to kill him. Shaul's put in a situation, we had no choice. If he said, I'm going to stand up for whoever disobeyed me, I make a sure they're going to get killed, and nothing he expected to be innocent. But when it was, he was left without a choice. So now, if the people are going to say, Shaul, we're going to give you the, back, the way to back down. And as if it's part of Klai Yisrael that you have to protect, then we will be forgiving you innocent. Why are we forgiving you innocent? Not because that's an insult to the king. And what, you, you, you're supporting a... Dissident? No, on the contrary, because Prince Yenison was the one who, who brought the Hatzalah today, so it's understandable that we all were trying to protect him. So they wouldn't have been looked at from Kaiser's point of view as being a Merida in Shal, that they wanted to protect Yenison. On the other hand, if they want to be Michael Yenison, so then the king doesn't have to stand up for the cover of Kaiser if all Kaiser want to be Michael. And therefore, that is either option of what the people were saying to Shal, and that is that you know, we're giving you the, the, the way to. Not to enforce the end of being my, of killing innocents in my remarks. At the same about time, the din shvua, though, not like, doesn't have like a din shvua. No, that, that was the din of the we were looking for the shvua. Either that was because as a result of breaking the shvua, he's in danger of Israel, or it was the din of the Melech, is the Melech. So the shvua now. Now the shvua now, so that was Shaul's shvua, but Klaish will make a shvua against that, and so we're making a shvua. Chai Hashem, that in Yifom Mitzrayim says Shas, we'll make a shvua. No one's going to touch it. What is that though? Whatever the halachic status is, it's not the din of uh, the Yitzchayim Mizah for that. We have a reason they got him off the hook. Then let's take, just the, as we go, three answers. Let's take the first answer. Uh, it's true, the, in the Gaurav Kamad Yenison was responsible. The first answer was the Vapoidim. Uh, his weights in gold, let's say, the Vapoidim, some kind of a tumor. Okay, so then that, that was the way to. 
to, to, yeah, to, uh, to exchange that for Kenyanism. And then that, that appeased Hashem as well. If the problem was that uh, it was murder Malchus, and then as a murder Malchus, Shaul had the right to uh, had, the, had the right to punish Evans the and then there also, if as a people they could be Michael the covenant and, and not consider it to be a murder of the Malchus, or they could convince Shaul that it wasn't a murder of Malchus, wasn't he was just, he didn't know, he was not in this, whatever the case was, don't actually break the Shvah, he only tasted whatever the reasons we said before. Okay, so then if, if, if he didn't, it came out that it wasn't a Nevera, so then Hashem doesn't have a time him either. It was only because there was Nevera, whichever Nevera would be, so then there would be a time in Hashem. But if you can, the, if you can deal with the fact that it's not in Naveri, then Hashem will forgive him too. When it comes to the din of a murder melech, so then of course it goes by the melech. If a person is a child of 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 a child Hashem will punish the murder of Malchus if, if the king considers it a murder. If the king doesn't consider it a murder, then Hashem will forgive him too.